It is season four, episode bonus two of yeah. the Whales Are Whales pod. Cast. Yeah. Where? Uh, hi. Hi, Cameron. Well, I said cast. Oh. So. That's nice. How are you? <laughs> Why did you stop the intro? I don't know. I just wanted to. I just wanted to say hi. I thought it'd be more personal instead of you know droning on without acknowledging your presence. Oh well, that, that's very nice of you. Uh, mm -hmm. Hi. Hi. I'm Brian. Cohesive, man. Thank you. Really cohesive. I just get a really natural conversation flow going whenever I'm around. <laughs> I think you had a really good intro last or last time. I we did. Had, had this I did. I did like a funny joke, and you actually laughed, and I was so proud. Oh yeah, that's right. I actually listened to that episode for some reason. Weird. <laughs> I don't know. That's... I don't remember why, but I did. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Okay. Well, good for you. I'm yeah. drinking cold coffee. Ew. Oh. Mm -hmm. I actually. Cold Are you coffee... actively against cold coffee? It, it makes me gag. Yeah. Oh really? I kind of well, like I, it. I should rephrase. I like iced mm -hmm. coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, but like is it... intentionally cold coffee. <laughs> right. Are you drinking like black or with cream or? Uh, just black. Yeah. No. So black room temperature coffee mm -hmm. literally makes me throw up. It's so gross. Well, that's what I'm having. So well, just get that nice mental you picture are, in your uh, in your head. Weird. Uh, um, speaking of mental pictures, say. that's going to be uh, on uh, on our topic today. Oh, just that's a, the new segment topic name uh, title. What did you say? Pictures. Mental uh, anyway, pictures. I was just saying that this is kind of just a quick episode that Cameron and I are throwing together on Wednesday because uh, is everyone Wednesday? is busy over the weekend. It is Wednesday. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Everyone is busy over the weekend and nothing got recorded. And Cameron's like, hey, I'm too tired to play heroes, but I can talk into a microphone. Yeah, and talk like, about cool. philosophical things. So that maybe mm -hmm. wasn't the best idea I've ever had, but you know. Prob no, the best time it. to talk about philosophy is when you're just on the verge of falling asleep. So, or high. Mm-hmm. Or high, know. this is very true. And I'm high know. on stale caffeine. This so... Is it just, caffeine does give you a slight uh, yeah, type of euphoria. Absolutely. Like a, like One a, reason I like drink coffee when it's cool. Yeah, exactly. I like to say it's a liquid meth. Um, <laughs> but one reason I like to drink coffee when it's cool is oftentimes I will get coffee and I do not drink things very quickly, especially when they're insanely hot. And mm -hmm. then I am also somewhat forgetful. And so mm -hmm. I'll be like, shoot, I bought this cup of coffee and I only drink like a third of it. I guess I'll just drink the rest. So... That's funny that we have the same problem with different solutions because mm. my solution is to just Microwave? give up and throw it away. Oh, <laughs> give up and throw I it away. I drink so many, and it goes for cold things that get room temperature mm -hmm. too. It's like mm -hmm. I'll have, I'll drink three fourths of a soda and the last bit of it's toast yeah. to me. I'll drink half a coffee and the last yeah. little bit is, unless it's That's like fair. homemade coffee that I can heat up in my ceramic mug. I will but if say, it's like in a travel cup, like a Starbucks cup, it's like just yeah. throw it. Who cares? I will say that I react very strongly to drinks that should be cold that become room temperature. I do not like room temperature like water. I just don't like it. And we talked about that before. We did. Like, yeah. You have to because it makes you cold if you put ice in it. But I don't like that at all. Hot drinks that get room temperature, I'm actually more forgiving of. I'm the same way with food. I do not like cold food that gets warm but i am actually pretty cool with uh haha -ha, um with uh warm food that gets a little cool um so there's yeah, a there's a why. fine line for me with hot food that gets cool like it mm -hmm. i actually don't mind cold food that was yeah. supposed to be hot i don't yeah, mind like cold brew coffee or, uh, or yeah like iced coffee rather right yeah uh, or just like a piece of pizza you know um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i also don't mind lukewarm food like a, a lukewarm pizza, yeah. pizza is really good um, yeah. but like there's this weird middle ground of yeah it feel it, it tastes like it's been sitting out yeah and it, even if it hasn't 
you know yeah um it tastes like if like you leave a glass of milk on the counter for too long and you're like yeah. no that's not good yeah but it, but even good. if it's not bad it's it yeah it, my my mind thinks oh, that yeah, that absolutely. is what happened mm -hmm. now the thing that i don't like when it comes to warm food being cold is when it's like a microwave unevenly warmed so i'm eating a bite oh, and i'm God. getting both cold and hot that yep. to me is bad because so, i just can't like i would be okay with the food cold or hot but not in between like both at once it's that contrast right yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i've actually learned that well because i uh am lazy and don't like to cook real meals mm -hmm, i've been living mm -hmm. uh off of things that are frozen Mm -hmm. a lot and i've learned the trick it used to be that i would like okay let's take a, like a frozen burrito or something it's mm -hmm. like usually you sure. put it in the microwave for however long it says to and it's like it's a billion degrees except for where it's yeah. 30 below um right and so i was for a while i was trying to set the power level really low on the microwave and cook it forever like sure. power level three for 10 minutes and that kind of worked sometimes for some things but it took forever and it sometimes didn't yeah i, I yeah. found the solution is to just blast it just destroy it for like a minute and a half and then let it sit in the microwave without opening the door for just a few minutes and uh -huh. it the, the super hot parts cool oh. and they diffuse the heat into the parts that are not warm yet and you get a perfectly huh. cooked that's an interesting idea thing. i think now the kind of stuff you're talking about that makes sense i'm a little concerned about that because oftentimes i am microwaving food that i cooked and mm. so it will often get overcooked if i microwave it too much chicken will not be ah. very tender so yes. yeah that's that's not great so i kind of have to just play that dance of how's the least amount i can cook it while still getting it warm the other option is you know putting it in the oven or mm -hmm. stovetop cooking but that's more work and takes longer so that's correct, always the, the trade-off <laughs> technology man so, just not good yeah. enough yet we need to be a just not good enough. i i spend I, I don't know about you but i like to spend my time complaining that technology does not do enough for me i think that's a great way to spend my time uh, i mean you gotta complain to make things happen man probably <laughs> yes. resentment makes the world go round yeah. um so yeah um cameron you are running on very Hi. little sleep yes. i have heard uh -huh. um i am sorry about that That's abigail okay. has been having similar troubles recently yeah it's um super sucks. yeah i would say one of the things i am most grateful for is my body's ability to sleep mm -hmm. um it's really strange because i know a lot of people who when they're stressed cannot sleep um yeah. like stress causes sleep uh sleep problems when i am stressed i've noticed i sleep more like it's really weird when i get mentally stressed my body shuts down and wants to sleep like 10 hours every night mm -hmm. but it doesn't have trouble <laughs> sleeping so i'm like it is kind of annoying, but I, I think I would prefer that problem over my body saying I refuse to sleep when I'm yeah, stressed. Yeah, it sounds like your body is saying sleep so we don't think about the stress. Well, is Absolutely. it my body is 100%. saying... 100%. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Well, my body is saying, you're stressed. Think about it. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. Think well, about it. Sleep? Yes, nah. I, think about it. You know, that kind uh -huh. of... On, on one hand, I would, I would say that is worse, except that... If you have ways to process the stress, it might be better for you to actually have to face it. The problem is if you're put into a situation where you have to think about it and you have no way to process it. And it's like thinking is not helping it. I can't do anything with this. Yet I am forced to think about it. Because mm -hmm. um, on one hand, it's kind of nice to be forced to think about it because it can force you to actually work through issues. Right. Um, and as opposed to just being able to sleep. Life. Exactly. So it can be good. What sounds horrible to me is the times when for whatever reason, there's still that mental block that you can't actually or you're unwilling to take on the work or effort or pain or whatever to work through the issue, mm -hmm. but you also can't sleep. That to me sounds like maybe the worst spot to be in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. And funnily enough, the thing I, I think I brought up to talk about today specifically mm -hmm. happened last night as I was laying in bed, not sleeping. All um, right. Because it was, it was a 
it it was so obnoxious. I don't even think I couldn't sleep last night because I was mm-hmm. stressed. Although I'm fr- I'm a little stressed, <laughs> but it's not it's not the worst right, right now right. specifically. But I was just like I I got this really interesting idea in my brain at mm-hmm. four in the morning. That happens to Steven. That happens to <sighs> Steven a lot. And it, it wasn't even like. Oh man, I'm not tired. It was I am yeah. so tired. But oh, when I close no. my eyes, my brain goes yeah. and it's like That's right. a really good sound effect. Thanks. Uh, so so uh I had to ask Mo Cameron, you mentioned it happened at four in the morning. So did uh, you or did you not get cereal? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. Um I had a really big dinner last night, so I was not hungry okay. at four in the morning. Gotcha. <laughs> By um, by six, however, I was getting hungry, um, but luckily I was able to fall asleep pretty closely oh, after that. So man. yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, segue here into what is this crazy Your interesting idea that segue. Kept you... I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so the crazy idea I thought I had uh, mm-hmm. last night um, relates to a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. I realized that something that I thought was normal in my life was not a right. normal occurrence. Okay. Uh, which was a ringing in my ears. Um, oh yeah, I remember you mentioning that. Yeah, when there's when there's no sound, when I am sitting in a room and there's no city noise, there's no audio mm-hmm. noise from anything and there's it's just nothing. I still hear mm-hmm. a very small hum in my ears, a, a ringing mm-hmm. like a high pitched like one of those uh like uh there was a whole thing about like um using audio devices at a really high frequency to annoy teenagers because they can hear that sound very high frequency pitch of like mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. ear mm-hmm. at all times i can hear it right now if i if i if i stop and go yep there it is i can hear it um but normally mm-hmm. it's drowned out but i learned that that's not normal i just thought people had this but apparently it's a disease called tinnitus that's cool oh, when Yippee. you say disease do you mean it will become something worse or the disease is just the ringing uh it can get worse it's not so much as like if you don't get treated for your cancer you'll get worse it's more like yeah. if you continue to abuse your ears it'll get worse um yeah. it could it could get worse I, is I tinnitus never... caused by large decibels of music or is it just like genetic or something it, it, i think from what now please don't I, i'm not positive about all this i didn't do sure. tons of research on the actual mm-hmm. event but mm-hmm. i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's a mixture of both it definitely okay. can come from loud loud noises and i would blame my um music listening habits and or and or concerts um mm-hmm. from for mm-hmm. that it mm-hmm. also can be i think can be genetically uh passed down um, okay. And some people have it way worse. So apparently something that I have is very mild. Um, other people might hear a <sighs> kind of like white noise static or like there's a weird one where it's kind of like a <laughs> of a very low uh-huh. hum. And that sounds right. miserable. God. Yeah. Um, at least mine can be drowned out by any other noise. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is something you do not experience, correct? Um, I, well, as is probably the answer you would expect, I experience it after large concerts and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, occasionally when it's super still and I really tune in, I can like hear a ringing in my ears that there's just no ambient noise at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm in like, complete silence, but no, it basically never happens unless I like just heard an incredibly loud noise or was at a concert or something. Gotcha. It's, it sounds like you have either this super small amount of it that is so unnoticeable that your brain is able to tune it out, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which is which is nice. Uh, uh, okay, so that 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 thought process of I kind of just never really thought about the fact that we are trapped in our own heads, um, and we kind of um, like what's the term we 
create scenarios for ourselves about what is happening around us and we assume that that's normal unless we specifically ask um mm -hmm. and then when we ask and someone's like i don't experience that we're like oh well shoot that's crazy uh i just always thought people had ringing in their ears so the other thought i had was before i tell you how my experience is with this particular thing can, can mm -hmm. think of a song that you really you know by heart you've listened to a billion times by i don't mm -hmm. know your favorite artist or whatever mm -hmm. um tell me how that song appears in your brain so i'm trying to think of a song that i know incredibly well so here's where i'm going to have to admit something about myself that might either make this conversation really boring or more in interesting because different perspectives but something that i've actually realized about myself is that i have a very poor visual imagination visual um, okay very poor um so like if, when if i'm I reading a book a picture an I cannot, apple uh yeah like no i can picture an apple i am here's how the best put it yeah i can trace things very well but i do not um draw and this is actually true of my artistic ability i do not steven can like draw all these creative ideas and stuff i could trace pretty darn well but i would not draw very well and when i'm reading a book the characters are super fuzzy in my head the places they're in are super fuzzy in my head it's all very abstract the, when mm -hmm. i'm listening to a song the moment i see the cover art for the song that is the image that will go in my head when i'm listening to a song if i see a music oh. video for the song that's the image that will go in my head for the song um i might have very very basic things like if it's about an ocean i kind of imagine an ocean a little bit or something like that but my visual imagination, whether it's reading, whether it's listening to music, is very, very abstract. And when I dream as well, I do not have, I do not remember vivid pictures in my dreams of like, some people can imagine these crazy like environments and stuff that they then draw when they get up or paint. And like, I, my dreams, I remember the ideas that are going on. I remember um, the emotions or the themes or what people are talking about, but I, the, the images are typically very, very unresolved. So yeah, that's, that's just super yeah. interesting that's like really mm -hmm. interesting um i i want to get back to the to the music in a second but you said sure. something you said uh uh you said that you have your images are fuzzy um yeah. it's weird my visuals in my brain when i think okay so let's think of a like a movie that i've seen a trillion times mm -hmm. if i try to think of the lord of the rings scene where gandalf says mm -hmm. you shall not pass mm -hmm. my brain can see gandalf and can see frodo and the balrog yeah perfectly clear yes but, but what but what i see is i see i see cut scenes or, or like mm -hmm. imagine that you took i don't know the scene from right when the skeleton drops down the well and they start getting mm -hmm. chased by trolls and then the battle yeah. comes up and then gandalf dies imagine mm -hmm. that entire scene what 10 minutes long mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but every three seconds you cut a second out of the video oh um so it goes huh. but but the audio is still there so mm -hmm. you go you shall not cut darkness shall not pass to bring it back up and you're kind of back to where you were and that happens it can happen like three seconds one second one second one second five seconds one second one second three seconds it, it feels very hmm. random but i cannot play a continuous image in my brain even okay I've even if i go that even if i go think of an apple i go okay i have an apple in my brain and then it's gone and then it's back and then it's gone and then it's back and then it's gone and it's back i can't I just make something related static. to any of your attention stuff as well because like huh because you mentioned you have trouble retaining attention on things mm -hmm. 
because um, I've never noticed that. I'd be curious to try to visualize something and see if that happens, but I've I've never thought of my visual imagination in terms of having like gaps in it. I just think of it as being not super defined sometimes. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what huh. I wanted to talk about in general was the fact that yeah. we th we think things differently, and since we're trapped in our own mind, we never really yeah. experience it. So this is really interesting already. Um, it already is, yeah. Also, you mentioned reading books. You have trouble. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. You have trouble um, visualizing, visualizing like specific. Okay, so like let's say Tom is in a house. Tom sits in his couch. Tom mm -hmm. eats a mouse. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know, just it rhymed, yeah. Um, Yum. Do you picture a room uh, that the couch is in, or what? How does it work? How how would that? How did that that scene just appear in your mind? Um, I'm trying to think how that scene for Tom. I I don't imagine anything specific. I just yep. imagine kind of a vague, shadowy human figure. The room was just kind of unfilled out in gray when you mentioned a couch i kind of had basic images of like a tan couch flashing through my mind but nothing is specific it's all very very abstract okay i do not start to actually piece together an actual scene of how that would look okay um yeah so it's, when, it's like very vague i mm -hmm. also have the vagueness in the face unless it's yeah. unless i said emma watson sat on a couch then mm -hmm, i would go mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. i see emma watson perfectly yeah. fine it's still flashy right. but uh, yeah. as in like <laughs> Mm -hmm. Emma Watson isn't flashy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But if it, if I say Tom, I, I I get nothing. I get a I get yeah. a generic NPC male. Um, yeah. Yeah. But what I do get is a room. Yeah. A, a fully nope. featured finished room. But here's the thing, and this is something I've noticed since I was a kid. I use mm -hmm. the same house for every single story. Now that's really interesting because I definitely don't. Yeah, and not only is it the same house, it's a house i know from childhood mm -hmm. uh it's mm -hmm. my it's weirdly actually it's, I, I lie i have two houses one of yeah. them is my aunt's house from childhood who has mm -hmm. had a really big house and i can remember it in yeah. great detail even to, to yeah. like the fixings on the walls and stuff and that right. that house is what i use when i need a big house in a, in yeah. a story and then huh. i use a friend's house not my own house weirdly and this is not conscious. This just happens. And I go, mm -hmm. oh, hey, I'm thinking of the same house. And then I use a friend's house right. for a smaller house that it's always That's really the same. That's really smart. Um, yeah. It's, it's interesting because something that one of the things that I would have loved to have most that I absolutely do not have, as you can tell from this conversation, is a, uh, a photographic memory. And I think yes. that sounds super, super cool to have. Yes. And now I'm wondering, I would love to look more into the science of memory, but I'm wondering if my lack of visual clarity is tied into my lack of having as good of a memory as I would like, because I've heard that some of the best ways to visualize things is like you said, use a mind map or a house or something mm -hmm. like that to, to remember things and connect information. For me, the way I can connect information is almost entirely language and abstract. It's like, I will connect an idea to another idea. I will be reminded of things by, by thoughts and, and concepts, but very rarely can I remember things like, um, visually. I'm also not very good at directions unless I have driven a specific route before mm -hmm. I will often forget directions as well and i just kind of thought of that it's it's interesting i used to be decent at directions but then i got old mm -hmm. and, and now I am, so i'm terrible uh so yeah. if i if i asked you to okay so mm -hmm. let's take emma watson on a couch eating a mouse yeah could you picture that put that into your living room could you do that okay put it into my living room yeah put, yeah, yeah no again tracing if you if you give me specific oh, prompts yeah. I, I can recall Inter the images okay interesting okay that's super interesting mm -hmm. man this is a cool yeah. conversation um yeah it is okay Memory so let's, is really let's get really interesting yeah, this is the the videos I were watching were all about memories. You de definitely, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll throw you some of those videos I was watching. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let's go back to music though, because I'm really curious. Yeah. So, let's ignore visuals. Mm -hmm. Think of the, what song did you choose when you thought of a song? Oh, or I did thought you of think of, of Rest from Poets of the Fall. Okay, 
don't give me the visual of what that song appears into your mind. How does the, uh, mm-hmm. what does it come into your mind audibly? Or does it? Um, oh, what does it come into my mind audibly? Uh-huh. Um, this is what I'm really interested in. Okay. Well, the first thing I thought it was like a little acoustic guitar riff at the beginning. Okay. Can you, could, um, could you, uh, could, could you recite that pretty well? You think from top, from like the start? Like start singing it or just picture like, it in my head. Um pretty well. Boom ba dum boom 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 ba da ba dum. But it actually it is somewhat vague because I don't have the right chord to start on, so I'm not pitch perfect either. Okay. Um but it, it creates a vague creation as long. I think I'm hearing the, the timber of the guitar in my head. I think I'm hearing the general pattern it creates. Mm-hmm. Um hmm, that is an interesting question. Could you Let hear the what else comes to me? Bass line in that song. No. No. Could you hear the drum beats in that song? Man, it's been a while since I've listened to that one in particular. I think the general impression of the drums, but I don't think I could get at all the exact timing of them. Uh, so what about a song that you 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 know really well that you've listened to more recently? I'm curious. Um, mm-hmm. Like, uh, you think, think of one? Yeah, I'm trying to think of one that I've listened to that I know really well recently. Um, hmm. Even it doesn't have to be. It can be a video game music song yeah. or something too. Like, right, can, right, right. Can, can you? Okay, here you go. Uh, Mario, the the, the uh-huh. original. Da, da, sure. da, 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 da. Could you picture the drum beat in that? I don't think so. Interesting. And what about? I don't uh, think drum beats. I think I can remember melodies, but I don't think I can remember specific percussion for almost any song. Okay, that's super interesting. What about you? Um, well, that's kind of where I was worried about talking about this a little bit because I, I super don't want to sound like I'm bragging or something because sure. I'm super not. Um, it just was really interesting to me. I, mm-hmm. One of the facts, well, whatever that part. So what I, what I determined was on an album, let's say, let's use the Avenged Sevenfold, uh, self-titled album, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. if you put me in a room with the Avenged Sevenfold guys, mm-hmm. um, who had no memory of that album, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were, in, we were in the studio where they recorded it, you know, all the instruments, all the computers mm-hmm. and technology, mm-hmm. but they, they didn't know the songs at all. I could mm-hmm. write every song from that album. Wow. I could write every solo. I could, well, I could show them. I don't, I don't know how to play guitar very well. I don't know how mm-hmm. to play mm-hmm. piano very well, etc. But I could... I can I can give you every single pretty much every single note, mm-hmm. every single drum beat, every single part of the solo, every single bass line mm. from every song on that entire album. Wow. Um, and I didn't realize this was something that I, I don't. I may, maybe it's not as common as I thought. Maybe it is as common as and 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 someone like you would be an outlier, or maybe someone like me mm-hmm. is an outlier. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I realized that I think I might have perfect pitch too which is interesting because i can't if you say give me a g i go i don't know what g is but i think that's because it's lack of you haven't learned it right i haven't learned it but i can give you a c duh that's a c duh that's a d duh that's an e you know and if Mm -hmm. you play a song i can repeat it back to you at least the same key immediately Mm. because i i i remember it and it sticks with Mm -hmm. me and i can Mm -hmm. i can sing if you ask me about like i can okay This is a song from 1996. I'm diving in, I'm going deep, <laughs> and on my head I want to be. And I guarantee yes. that's exactly in the right key. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been doing this since I was little, and I can, I, can, I can think of so many songs. I know so, I know more songs than I probably know words. Like, it's, 
it's asinine how many songs I can go back. I can get I can get a song from every year since I was born. I can get a dozen songs from every year since I was born. Because okay, I just so I went to listen to the song and you did get it in the correct. Yeah, I know, right? That's really impressive. Right. That's cool. <laughs> I know. And this <laughs> I is cannot why... do that. <laughs> this is why I was wide awake last night because I was going, oh, yeah. this is really cool. I've never realized this before. And the fact that had me thinking about this again i really don't want to sound like mm -hmm. i'm just being an idiot bragging person well okay i want to take a, a quick moment to, to say something okay to to note things about ourselves in my opinion is not pride or bragging pride or bragging would come to how do we react from that if we take this information to feel superior to other people sure that's pride and bragging but just to notice something about ourselves is just being aware about things i think that's perfectly fine okay so well yeah, i definitely just, just don't want to come across as like i'm bragging to you or something no um, not not at all i certainly do not take it that way okay because so, this is just yeah. even even if this is the most interesting conversation i've had in like a month um yeah yeah uh what was i saying um uh, you're saying you noticed something oh uh, the, what yeah. spurred this whole thought process was i was watching a video about um a guy who was blind and severely autistic um mm. and he but he was absolutely wow. a musical mastermind somebody somebody yeah. could go uh i forget his name i think it was david he could mm -hmm. go david play this and he'd go and it's like right what on the piano right and i think yeah oh sorry just the fact the, mm -hmm. the specific statistic that was given which is was a, from a study that found mm -hmm. that one in a hundred premature people babies Mm -hmm. are 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 pitch perfect and oh. I'm, I'm premature so that was what oh. that was what spurred this whole thought process where i started to investigate ah, it more see yeah that's that's really interesting see i was late so this is why it must be why my memory is so bad um, <laughs> your brain had too much time to grow Ooh, wait what I, you know sometimes i wonder anyway uh, <laughs> but no something that's uh that's interesting that i was learning about recently i was actually learning some about um basically how the our motor functions and sensory functions are mapped onto our brains mm -hmm. and basically this idea that you know when you lose a limb that section of the brain is basically still reserved for yes. that particular limb uh, so that if that section gets you know basically jostled somehow if you will activated you'll feel your brain will basically feel as if the limb is there phantom even though it's pain. not you know phantom pain but what was interesting to me is the idea that there is actually some plasticity when it comes to that so once you lose a limb eventually that area of the brain i believe might be rerouted to some extent to something else and hmm. similarly like musicians who play a ton with uh uh say a violin or something that the map of their brain that actually is mapped to the sensory out uh input of those fingers will actually increase so a larger portion of their brain will start to apportion itself to that particular area of the body if it realizes that part of the body is being used a lot um, which is just really interesting to me that the, so you mentioned the blind person, I believe that, I mean, obviously it's well documented that when you lose one sense, your brain basically compensates in the other senses and the part of the yes. brain that would be using that one sense basically grows into the other senses instead, yeah. which is super interesting. The brain um, is, is, is a fantastic device. It yeah, absolutely is it, wicked. Yeah, um, that it actually reallocates itself to other um, functions. Yeah. Um, like, right. Yeah. That's so cool. So and that is super neat. And it, that was a that was the thing they mentioned in that in that video about the the the, the uh, Michael was his name mm -hmm. I think um or maybe yeah. not I don't know whatever um sure sure that that he his brain uh, had to cope with the loss of both well not only mm -hmm. his blindness but his autism as well yeah. and and in doing so we're not really sure exactly why or how yeah. but the portion of his brain yeah. and indeed the portion of 
people in general who sometimes are premature have a mm -hmm. disproportionately high chance of the creative musical specifically musical side but also mm -hmm. generally creative side being flourishing taking over the spot right. that might have been underdeveloped or something um by being premature mm -hmm. or if right. you're autistic by being autistic um yeah so yeah and it's really interesting because i do not have that effect with that effect being the effect to recall music super well with anything else yeah, everything like else language your your language memory yeah the, like like right, or, or just even memory. like yeah exactly the, photo, yeah that's it um because mm -hmm, like like mm -hmm. I, that's why i brought up the movie thing where i'm watching this movie in my brain and it's like cut cut jump cut weird flashy not quite great it's a high quality it's like hd 1080p but man is mm -hmm. it juddery um yeah. but the second you yeah. okay so like uh, okay for example it the emperor's new groove you know that movie i do okay i used to have movie complete if I could talk, I used to have that movie mm -hmm. completely memorized, top to bottom. Sure. Not anymore. Obviously, I haven't watched it in a thousand years, but mm -hmm. I still... Mm -hmm. It's a great movie. Yeah. But I still couldn't remember the, the beginning scene, right? Mm -hmm. And you know why? It's a song. It's a song. Yeah. So, when I go, I want to play, I want to sing the Emperor's New Groove song in my brain. I go... Um, he's the sovereign all of the nation. He's the hippest cat in creation. He's the alpha, the omega, A to Z. I bet you that's in the right key too. But then yeah. in my mind, I'm singing this song, but the pictures are flashy and horrible. I can only picture uh, little teeny snippets of the movie, right. of the of the character. It's the right singing. It's the character singing, but I only get little teeny snippets. But the song is never broken. It's perfect. I can sing a song in my brain, top to bottom, perfectly fine. But the music video, nah, not happening. It's just not. It's not uh. happening. So it's, it's really weird that that the music side of things is so like. What about what specifically yeah. about music makes it so much easier for my brain to mm -hmm. really absorb than it is mm -hmm. for the picture side? The and pitches. that goes, yeah, that goes for anything. It, it, that could mm. go for. Anything I'm visually imagining is not yeah. as clear as a, as a something. I mean, the best thing I can probably say to that is I imagine it is different portions of the brain processing them. Yeah. And that's about as specific as I can get with my current understanding. But if it is if it is indeed different parts of the brain, then that's your answer. Parts of your brain are functioning better than other parts. Yeah, but why, and man? I don't know which parts. <laughs> uh, maybe one grew more than the other one. Yeah, that's um, true. I, I don't know how that works exactly, but it does sound like whatever portions of the brain are used for processing music are pretty hyperactive for you. And that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. That's a really cool thing to notice about yourself and just hopefully provides more encouragement to keep exploring music because it sounds like you have a lot of gifts to offer the offer the world in terms of how well you can process music. And I mean, I think your song covers have already been an excellent example of that. Uh, They're very, very yeah. good. Well, thank um, you. But that's maybe just a start. Um, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious. I, I want to keep on picking your... Oh, I don't know. It's been 30 minutes. Do you mm -hmm. want to keep on talking? Sure, yeah. Okay. Um I really want to pick your brain about how you see cuz you're a musician. You're a better musician than I am. But like by mm. far, you are a better musician. Like as in you sure. your your musical talents in on guitar and piano right. uh are better than in me. In terms of playing guitar. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, and and that's a fact. So I'm curious mm -hmm. when when you're thinking of mm -hmm. a song um that mm -hmm. you can play on guitar do, do yep. you have that ability to to play the whole song out in your head like that is it stop start to finish push play brrr, the whole song um i wish and honestly i think that is one of my 
biggest impediments to learning things on guitar was memory. I would have to play the section of the song I was learning over and over and over again until it became muscle memory, especially a complex solo, and it would not stick in my head. So then I'd have to listen to the portion of the song again until it became basically muscle memory. So interesting. No, like a simple song, yes, I, I could remember, but memory was definitely my largest impediment to learning um to learning songs i would have to listen over and over and over and over again to whatever it was i was learning and sometimes i just remember even or uh, forget even whatever next chord came next so like that's the kind of thing where like if you really dedicated to learning yourself an instrument i bet you could you could surpass me incredibly quickly because of that memory ability huh that's um, that's interesting i i that would be my guess at least I've never thought about muscle memory because, like, as a contrast to you, muscle memory mm-hmm. does nothing for me. I, I uh, for really? instru- instruments, I used to, oh. I used to play, um, I used to try to play guitar, and I was, I was, I was making progress with the guitar. I gave up because sure. I'm lazy. Um, yeah. but I was I, making I mean, I progress. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the thing is, with me, I, I that's that's what frustrates me. With to be mm. honest, that's what frustrates me really bad with music, musical mm. instruments, is that I will, I, I would grab a guitar. I would go, okay, I want to play, um, yeah, what's an easy, uh, critical acclaim solo. The yeah. That part I did never right. get, but, so I would go, mm-hmm. okay, cool, I know, I know the, cor- I know the thing perfectly, and, and I, I would go, and i would do that for five years and i would go so you had the song in your head you just could not map your fingers onto it yes i and muscle memory never worked my friend would my friend would start the same way because we would play we would try to do the soloing dueling guitars for revenge stuff and he would go okay i got it and i'm like what? Oh. And then he can just do it. That would be massively limiting. I see then. Ah, so for every gift, there's the curse. <laughs> and like, yeah, if you don't have functioning muscle memory, it can be incredibly difficult to learn an instrument then. Yeah. Um, because what it is, is it's mapping memory to muscle memory. And it's basically getting the two to, to come to alignment. And so yes. I guess having moderate muscle memory and moderate musical memory would actually be more helpful than having an incredible one and terrible the other. Yeah, like I can't even, huh. I wasn't even able to remember like scales on guitar. Oh, like I would no. go like, dun 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 and i would not i couldn't i could not remember what the stupid chord mm-hmm. progressions were on, so on any like, guitar so it seems like one the absolute best instrument than you for you then is the voice because yes. for whatever reason <laughs> that muscle memory is there you you have the muscle memory of your throat muscles like that's been drilled into you enough i'm not sure that v- that link has been made i'm not sure vocals are muscle memory though or maybe they are like, maybe you can it has to me. be you are contracting your muscles to create a sound it's just probably way more innate and natural well it's not it memory though it's muscle but, right well, uh, okay i see what you're saying i see what you're saying it's, yeah, it's you, memory it is muscle memory it's just on the most like basic level because your body is remembering how to do something to create a specific you're right sound. You're, you're super right you're totally right yeah yeah Sorry. Uh, but yeah. so i feel like either your best options going forward with music is just do the voice because that's apparently the one muscle memory you have no problem with or just 
kill yourself with <laughs> practice and skills yeah. every day until it's ingrained because you can get it there right it would just take just a lot of time until it's second nature i um, i'm sure i could do yeah. it because even just as an example celeste i have muscle memory mm -hmm. in that game because yep. how yep. It, how it will go is i will fail the puzzle three uh, i will fail part mm -hmm. one of five in a puzzle three mm -hmm. times then i'll go cool i got part one down bam perfect right, right. and then part two perfect and part three perfect yep. and i it's muscle memory but it does not mm -hmm. translate musically for me um, That's so interesting. at all and and muscle memory even yeah. goes as far as as like driving a car although okay. i've had that mess up before mm -hmm. my, where i i remember i was trying to help a friend um uh jumpstart his car with with my car mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i i had my foot on the brake and my muscle mm -hmm. memory is to if i want to go forward with my car i grab mm -hmm. my prindle whatever you want to call it the gear shifter and i just go mm -hmm. all the way down because that's d yeah uh yeah. and then if i want to go reverse it's a three up to go reverse mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i wanted to go backwards and for some reason my brain went all the way down all the way down and i, I let go of the brake and my car started lurching forward and i was like and everything's wrong uh -huh. and i had to you know panic and almost yeah. i almost ran yeah. out of my friend um right so it's my sounds like my muscle memory works for some things doesn't work super well <laughs> often and doesn't work at all for some things which is so yeah. weird for me that is that is really interesting and um man there was some other thing i was going to say about the uh the muscle memory though now my just normal memory isn't working because uh, <laughs> i got so distracted by your mine's story not, and you yeah, nearly mine's running into a tree <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah it wasn't no, a tree uh, brian it was a friend Oh, friend. Well, you know, same trees difference. Trees can be friends. Uh, <laughs> trees can be your friends. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's uh, that's. Oh, I remember what it was. I yes. was going to ask you a question, which is, it does it work differently for drums? <sighs> that's interesting. Um, drums, I think, actually have a visceral feel, kind of like mm -hmm. vocals for me. Um, mm. When I sit down to play drums, not a song, just mm -hmm. to play drums things just kind of flow naturally yeah like kind of like if i was to just go like that's how drums come out for me but i'm just playing drums i don't i don't yeah. i don't go okay i need to play uh a uh, yeah. what, what is it uh, uh uh what's that stupid word for a drum type a specific type of drum technique Tom a, 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 a no. paradiddle um okay i don't go i gotta play the paradiddle yeah. I just go, I play what comes to me naturally. Mm -hmm. When I play mm -hmm. a song, I actually found myself not always playing exactly what the song was. Like, I'm not trying to imitate mm -hmm. the song. I play yeah. what feels right with the song. So I don't really mm -hmm. get mm -hmm. too much muscle memory happening there. It's more of a, of a visceral feel of playing at the, in the moment. Um, now, mm -hmm. that means that I usually never play the same thing twice. If I'm trying to play mm -hmm. a song, like if I'm trying to learn an event seven song on drums, usually I that's a, bu that's a bummer because I have to, what did I do last time? Was it this? Was it stun? Or was mm -hmm. it dun stun? And I was like, ah, I so can't, you, can't remember this crap. Do you not crap. have the perfect musical memory for the drum patterns compared to melody? Oh, I do. If, if huh. I was to sit down and try to play the specific drum pattern, I, mm -hmm. I I well I I couldn't because I'm not good enough. But uh, if you want for something, I could I could give you the beat of like yeah. the I could give you the beat for the majority of those Avenged songs on that one particular yeah. album right now, just with my right. voice. Um, so but, like, do do the intro from one of them. I'd be curious to. Uh, hear yeah. Okay. So after or no, Critical Claim starts off with an organ playing soothing, and you can actually hear the sound of the key being pressed, which yeah. is interesting. Um, okay. And then it starts off with. Um, and the the drums are a bass pedal hit and a cymbal so uh, so, and then it switches uh -huh. to two cymbals. 
and then it goes, mm -hmm. and it goes, um, Tom symbol, Tom symbol, two crash. So, and then when the actual verse or verse starts up, it's double bass, ducker, 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 and it, and every other one is a is a snare. So it's and then it alternates so it goes and then it finishes with a and then it's into the the chorus all right let me see here yeah okay that's really interesting <laughs> you just know you're you're in sevenfold i mean i mean i can okay so let's um the one i the one that popped into my head that i still weirdly knew was like uh i listened to cradled in love so much uh -huh. I can do the same thing for that song, even though I've not listened to it nearly as much as like an Avenged song. Like right, it doesn't so take like, many listens. What's the what's the uh, the chorus for that? Uh, drums? There is no drums. No, no, no sorry. The the uh, vocals. Um, <clears throat> let's see. It's really high, so I maybe it's a really good song. So, yep. so don't cry for your love. Cry tears of joy, cause you're alive. Yep. and that's the right key yeah i don't get it i can remember the pitches between so i can remember a melodic pattern but i will not get it on the right key if i start Wait, singing it get start singing the chorus to psycho the the poet oh gosh song. i haven't heard that one in forever oh, okay sorry um, I, I, yeah. I, I get something more recent i don't know um sure sure let me think of a poets of the fall song that i can that you would know that i could sing well i don't know many poets but, songs unfortunately oh, right. i'm sorry you don't know um, you. uh what's the song you both know What's the song you both know? Video game, probably related. Give me the, <laughs> hum me the the Princess Peach's castle from Mario. Okay, so I just start going like bum 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 bum, and let me see if that's. I the can right tell you, you're one. not in the right key. Right. Okay. You could. I could never guess that. I could just guess <laughs> around. So I could cool. go bum bum so bum 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 bum. bum. Here, I'll like, tell remember, you. I could, it starts. I can get the pitches. Yeah. No, you have the you have the melody perfect. Yeah. Uh, it's just the key, and I, I'm pretty sure the key is right. bum 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 bum. Let me see, bum, uh, from the original. Bum, 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 bum. Oh my god. <laughs> it is. Isn't that weird? Jeez, that's so cool. I know. And this is why I was not sleeping last night, man. What the it's heck? It's so that interesting. That is amazing. I can't do that. That's just something you can do. Oh, that's, I mean, wow. It's really. I, I don't know if that is the definition of pitch perfect or not. So it seems I, like I it looked is. it up. Um, and there's a couple definitions of a perfect pitch. Well, there's a couple of, sorry, there's a couple of criteria, I guess is what it would be called. One of them is being able to recall the correct key of a, of a, of a heard tone. But the mm -hmm. other one is being able to name a note when given yeah. a tone. And I'm like, I could, again. I, I think that second okay. definition is, hmm. Give me, give me a tone uh, for a note. Oh, hi, everybody. I'm sorry for interrupting, but as I'm editing this episode, uh, I realize that uh, we're really wrong in a lot of this next part here, uh, specifically in terms of notes. Uh, so uh, just I felt like that was needed that needed to be said, honestly, because I've been playing examples of me being right. Uh, but obviously I'm not very good uh, at at finding individual notes, which you will soon find out. But I just wanted to let you all know that I totally realized that we were wrong a lot of the times. I called Brian flat at one point when he was actually completely perfectly on pitch. Uh, I don't think I got C right at the beginning, but I might have later. I don't know. Just figured I'd mention that. I know I really realized that what you're about to hear is pretty wrong. But whatever. Here you go. Enjoy. Bum. Okay, hold on.
you have to go up in the scale. I that was a C. Yeah. Bum is a C. Bum, okay. Bum bum bum. That's a C. Yeah. Okay. I bet bum. you it is. Bum. Bum. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and pull up a piano app to see if we're right about this. Okay. So, sorry, the first thing you said was a. So, I'm going to do a tone, and then you tell me what note it is, and I'll play it on the piano and see if you're right. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Bum. I'm pretty sure that's a C. No, wait. No, I don't think that was a C, but really? I kind of confused myself. So, let me try another one. Okay. Bum. Oh. Can you give me a like a, a not sharp or flat? Oh, is that just <laughs> just just because of my knowledge? Honestly, I just don't, I don't know how okay. to count that very well. I uh, I might still accidentally do sharp or flat one, so okay. we'll see what I get here. Bum. Bum, bum. You can hold on. Yeah. I got hold on. That that's gonna you be a that's a that's a B. B. Yeah. So, let me check. Bum. Bum. It was, it was, yeah, that it, is a B. Yeah, yeah, that is a B because I could hear it right before because the bum is a C. See, see, the reason I can do that yeah. at all is because, right, I, what because I learned, you know C. because I know middle C from the piano. I know bum, right. bum, 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 yeah. bum, which is very, so that's, little lamb, that is a good question. If you can memorize one pitch and then locate from the pitch, is that perfect pitch? Is perfect pitch just being able to center a pitch in your head without hearing a sound or having instant recall of any pitch without an orienting pitch? That's what I don't know. Right. It's a cut. It's, 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 it's all yeah. or some of those things. It's yeah. it's being able to yeah. recall music at a, at the correct uh, yeah. pitch. It is being able to be asked a note and be able to recite mm -hmm. it. That's why people go, mm -hmm. um, they, they have somebody with perfect pitch help them do yeah. like, oh, he uh, like, for example, the highest note ever um the highest note sung ever sung they have a perfect pitch mm -hmm. guy there who says that was a c sharp seven you know or whatever because they yeah, know exactly that's that kind of thing so that's a definition so you but can't place it on an octave what so you can't place it within an octave though. oh i just don't you know what octaves are like yeah i think exactly. the regular uh oh wait no it'd be uh that's like a c4 yeah. hang on, mm -hmm. hang on that, hang i on, have hang no on, idea i can open up tuner Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. retune i hope it doesn't mess up my recording it shouldn't um test okay i'm still working cool so if we go manual no no uh why why isn't this working it, it yeah. might it so might i guess once you have an orienting yeah. one in your head you could extrapolate from that because once you know if you know the C that you play in your head is C4, right. for example, then every time you hear another one, you would have to do the translation process in your head, but you could go, hmm, uh, 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 okay, that's two octaves higher, and it's three notes higher, that's a G6 or whatever. Right. So, um, so technically, yeah. the, I, since I know what a C is, and I can yeah. picture it perfectly, if you just, like, that's why I said, that's yeah. why I said way earlier that it's really, it feels to me like a knowledge issue. Like, I can't yeah. play piano mm -hmm. because I'm not mm -hmm. knowledgeable in it. Um, but if you sat me down with a piece of paper and pencil and said, name every note and, and then sing the note, I could do that. I could, I could go, right, right. Uh, C, C sharp, D, uh, D sharp, E, there's no E sharp, F, I, you know, that kind of thing all the way up. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. So that's, yeah, yeah that's, that's uh, cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, for me, for me, the bit that's just really awesome is when you recall a song, you can actually recall the right scale. I don't know how common that is. I know a I lot of people either. can't do yeah. it. And I'm one of the people who can't. I would be curious to pull everyone else on the way. Abigail is if anyone else currently online. I wonder if she would answer uh, just to ask that. Yeah. Some real quick question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Abigail can do that. I don't think she I, can. That's actually She's so interesting. I'm going to see if Abigail will join the call. 
You think she will if I if I drag her into the well? She call? had to record it, so we can always do that later. I really uh, want to know now because the episode. she's also yeah. super musically inclined. Yeah, she is. She um, is. So I'm That's curious true. to see, like, if she, if she comes mm-hmm. in and says, "I'm like Brian," that means I'm the weird one. If she says, "I'm like yeah. Cameron," that means you're the weird one. So oh, well, I, I'm really that's curious. That's not a statistical. Uh, no, it's not it's, quite a big it's, it's a perfect sample size because it makes it uneven. So it has to be one or the other. <laughs> so it has to. Sure, sure, Cameron. Yeah, that's how you it works. really don't have a mind for statistics, do you? Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, something else. Just back on the. Yeah. Well, we kind of wait for that on the thought train. Something that was really interesting to me is I once talked to someone who said he thought in terms of images instead of words and that blew my mind wait like, hold not on having an hold yeah. on define that exactly what do you mean he didn't define it exactly unfortunately well but what, he what do you think bit. that means and from what he was saying he said primarily when i think i think through things in general emotions and pictures and images i don't necessarily have a voice in my head saying specific oh, words voice in I'm your thinking. head okay yeah because I'm just like, I, everything I think about is in articulated language. Almost everything. Oh, okay. Like, I will have images pop up, but then immediately, like, when I think through something, it is, I have just so many words all the time. So, okay, if you needed to, um, if you, if, if you were laying in bed and the next day you knew you had to solve a i don't know man a puzzle a puzzle mm-hmm. that requires like connecting wires in specific ways mm-hmm. uh yeah uh, no uh, uh keep talking or everyone explodes let's imagine mm-hmm. you had to wake up the next morning and do one of those puzzles not you're not gonna die you just you, you just you're said tomorrow you're gonna be tested on this you have to do good um mm-hmm. you're laying in bed the night beforehand and you're trying to you know the you know the patterns of this particular puzzle and mm-hmm. so you're just trying to make it work in your brain so you can go in tomorrow more prepped tell me how that lo- would look in your head you're holding that you're holding that um no, uh, keep talking nobody explodes bomb you know with the colorful mm-hmm. wires and the knobs and the buttons mm-hmm. and you know what you have to do yeah. but you don't know how to do it yet how does you picture that in your mind and, and what's your what's your monologue if you have one yeah i would definitely picture it in my mind if i could if not i would have to look up a picture to make sure i have it right because in that specific puzzle i probably couldn't trust my memory right um to like say i remember it was blue green yellow yellow green uh, that would holding that in my head would probably take too that much wouldn't effort. work for um, me either yeah so yeah first of all i would need to get a diagram of it but it would mostly i'm pretty sure that the dialogue would all be like all right so it would just be a constant thing of like should i connect the green to the red or all right maybe are you, I need say, the are you like, saying this to yourself in your head yes i think the things would be being said in my head most of the time okay um, that's interesting so I'm okay to think actually here's a, i think this is might be a better scenario uh, mm-hmm. remember we were when we were playing wow we would say we would go to bed right. that night and think about what we want to do with our kit or our character or for dungeons mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. how does that look in your mind like you're you you are sleep trying to sleep in your paladin no you weren't a paladin what were you oh in wow i was when we were playing a mage, a mage. It, mm-hmm. if, are you you you're thinking about how you want to adjust your mage class what what is do you see the skill trees in your mind do you mm-hmm. do you see your mage do you not do you yeah. see words what do you see for that um i don't think it's very fluid based on what i'm trying to work through at the moment so my brain will basically bring up uh images as i need to reference them right um but it's primarily the the what would you say there's almost always a a the narrative seems to core seems to be language based that will then recall other information but it seems to and this be, is spoken language yes okay 
articulated spoken language. I- interesting. Okay, so I when I when I laid in bed and was thinking about the auction house for a while, um, uh-huh. the only image I would have in my mind um, mm-hmm. was a very blurry, weirdly vague picture of me standing outside of the auction house at the mailbox collecting crap yeah. from the auction house. Um, mm-hmm. That was pretty much the only visual that appeared for me. Mm-hmm. Um, th- I'm trying to figure out wh- wh- how exactly this makes sense. To me, when I was think when I think about what I was thinking about, <laughs> um, the mm-hmm. brain is funny. Uh, yeah, I don't actually, re- I don't actually think I was speaking in my brain because y- mm. you can do that, right? You can say a word in your brain, like uh, you can straight up yeah. say a word in your brain. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure I was doing that. I don't think mm-hmm. I was having an v- internal monologue because a lot of my mm. monologue is outwards. If if I'm home alone and trying to figure something out, mm-hmm. I'll go, okay, that didn't work. Uh, maybe this is the right way to I do that. I never, ever talk out loud yeah, when I'm alone. Yeah, interesting. See, I, I, that's how I, only when yeah. I'm alone. I won't do it any other time. Um, yeah. But I'm just trying to figure out how this would exactly work because I know I was conveying thoughts mm-hmm. in my no, brain. You can definitely convey thoughts without speech, how, for sure. And in I your brain? How? Um... How did how would that possibly work? That is a great question. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't have the answer for that, but I know for a fact people had thoughts before we had language. <laughs> like right, but did to they some have, extent, and I still can have. Did thoughts. they have thoughts, or did uh-huh. they have mental images and pictures of what they were looking for, like mm. apple? I need food for apple, and they just picture an apple and them eating the apple, right? Like well, there, there. Well, you can't also deny like the emotional context that's going on there. You can feel impulse being hungry. Like hunger is not a picture. It's not a word either. It's a feeling that is different. Right. <laughs> it is a non-articulated feeling that doesn't have any particularly... I mean, yeah, there's there's a... The, the connection from hunger to food, I think, can be made without a visual, audio, or articulated element. Yeah. So, so I, that's interesting, too, is there are impulses that don't require any of yeah. that. Um, yeah. Uh, I, oh, I had another interesting point. I, I, uh, hold on, hold mm-hmm. on. Hold on. This might be some dead air we can cut out. Um, sure. It was about... Here I go again. It was about voices. It was about mm-hmm. internal... Internal voices. It was about... Well, it's not quite what I was thinking, but it's an interesting mm-hmm. question nonetheless. Mm-hmm. What's your... What's Man, what was that question? It was so much better than this one I want, I'm going to ask if I can't think of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, well, um, if I think okay. of it, I'll, I'll ask it. But the sure. question that popped into my mind, trying to think, remember it was, does your internal monologue have a voice, a specific kind of voice? I mean, no, it's very uh, oh, abstract. I remember it. OK, I got to write okay. it down before I forget. But I want to talk about that. OK. OK. Um, it's abstract. So what does that mean? Mm-hmm. It's just a monotone voice that speaks like a general human being or... I don't think there is a um, that I can detect a sound quality to it. It is just the idea of the word. Really? Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm hearing the word. It's that I'm thinking. the word. Oh, 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 really? OK. Yeah, as far as I can tell, because if I OK, I'm going to think the phrase NASCAR is stupid because it's just taking left turns. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing a voice in my head. I am, mm. I am, it is like somebody well, is piping something into my brain. Good. Yeah. No, for me, it's, it's very abstract. Like, yeah, I don't know. For me, um, 
it seems like any recall or audio uh, adding any visual or audio element to recall to me typically takes effort um so you could well, remember my voice saying nascar is stupid because you're only making left turns but it would take effort and if you think of that sentence yourself you're not hearing your head's voice saying that particular no. phrase you're just just wow it, it how does that if you wanted to repeat that sentence in your head right now what is happening uh i just think of it like it's, it's weird to describe because now i'm thinking about it and it's just like it's it's not even like a whisper it's just the concept of the words without any audio element uh yeah is that, is that strange no I, like to I, me I that's think, the most normal thing in the world right and i think i think I, i'm not a psych psych or yeah. anything but i feel like <laughs> i love it yeah i feel like what's happening is my brain probably acts similar to yours but i've attached a mm -hmm. voice to th that particular I sensation think a lot of people have because abigail actually mentioned the other day she's like i think it was abigail she's like i've been listening so much to like this audiobook or oh no it's when she was sick she's like the voice in my head is starting to sound sick like me and i'm like you have a voice in your head <laughs> i'm like for me i have thoughts in my head but they have no accent they have no timber they have no no affectation they're just the disembodied thoughts interesting yeah so so that's i've always i i, I i've always been interested in like people who have schizophrenia because it's like the multiple mm -hmm. voices in your head and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I've also we got a really bad connection all of a sudden. Can we restart the call oh, no. real quick? Sure, sure. Hello. Hello. Okay. Um, okay. I've all I've I always have had the one voice in my head. I consider it mm -hmm, my voice mm -hmm. or my brain's sure. voice, where I I I I speak. It's actual words. Mm -hmm, it feels mm -hmm. like words in my brain. But I've also. Mm -hmm. I've never had like more than one voice speak to me at the same time. And that sounds like weird, mm -hmm. but what I mean is I can imagine two voices talking at me. I can go, I can, I can imagine mm -hmm. two different mm -hmm. voices in my brain s overlapping each other and speaking. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can do that. Just having them yell mm -hmm. at me or whatever. Um, right. But it doesn't happen naturally. It has to be something I force. But what mm -hmm. I do have mm -hmm. is a, is a, is a different kind of voice that doesn't happen because I'm thinking of something. It is like if I'm thinking, uh, I, I want to think in my brain, NASCAR is stupid because you only take left turns. Mm -hmm. I can make mm -hmm. it my brain say that. But I will, my brain will say things that I didn't necessarily say. I want to say this in my brain right now. Um, mm -hmm. And this mm -hmm. could be um, something th that's just as simple as you're hungry. You go eat. Mm -hmm. you're, you need mm -hmm. food. Oh, man, sure, we have to sure. get food here sometime soon, Cameron. Or it could be you did really bad today you you're this was a miserable day for you and yeah. you are yeah. terrible and that kind of freaks me out a little teeny bit because i didn't necessarily ask my brain to do that um, absolutely but it's never and that's i've actually like a couple of years ago i actually had the kind of thought of like oh maybe i have a little bit of schizophrenia but i hate self-diagnosing myself with things that feel stupid um no but i think people with schizophrenia have those multiple specific kind of voices that are almost like personality driven and i don't necessarily have that i just have it's yeah. like my brain voice talks to me but it's still my the same voice yeah. my, that my voice will talk to me yeah. and go you're hungry and then that same voice will go yeah you're right we're, we're hungry i should go eat because yeah. that that's me speaking now 
as opposed yeah. to my brain, which is interesting. Right. Know. It's and the whole idea of what is you, what is your brain, all of that is extremely you could go down that rabbit hole yeah. forever. But I, I don't think it's at all a definition of schizophrenia for your brain to have thoughts and impulses that don't seem in your control. That's just the human experience. That's true. And it's uh yeah, yeah. It is it is interesting. And it seems to me like schizophrenia is just like that same idea gone run super wild, bad. Yeah. Having no yeah, having no control over it or having no um off switch if you will um or or, or compression or, or, so, yeah, or filter yeah, yeah um, filter that's a good way to put it it's just always on all the time and it's uh and you're losing yeah any ability to distinguish between it um uh can you give yeah. me like two seconds real quick sure. i have that one more point i wanted to make and then we can wrap mm -hmm. we're at an hour funnily enough but i gotta take I know, care of something wow. real quick. this has been really sorry. interesting yeah okay i'm sorry about that no worries so the last the thing that i was trying to remember earlier that i actually remembered and then Mm -hmm. um was so as i'm speaking to you right now as i'm saying words and you're processing yeah. them and you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. because we have a common language how mm -hmm. do how does my how do my words uh, this seems really hard to explain maybe i should just explain how my brain works and then maybe you can figure okay. out what i'm trying to say that probably would go better yeah when yeah. i hear your words mm -hmm. if you you speak and you continue to say things the the that voice that speaks in my head says the words you're saying in my brain um like it like, like it's repeating everything you say no you know i'm just i'm immediately processing the information that you're saying i, I don't hear any repeat okay interesting because i i i never notice it because it happens very quickly of course it's mm -hmm. faster than i can speak the words you're saying repeat repeating mm -hmm. you um yeah. but if i really focus i absolutely realize that there's a very very slight delay of me thinking exactly what you're saying and i think it might be a way of helping me process exactly what you're saying to to figure out what's happening faster and i've noticed that that doesn't actually it's not a consistent thing that mm -hmm. is if somebody comes up behind me and i don't notice them and they go hey cameron how's it going i don't have that voice that repeats them um mm -hmm. but if mm -hmm. we're having a conversation like we are right now that happens mm -hmm. specifically because i'm probably more intended to trying to listen to understand yeah, what you're saying trying to remember it as well yeah. and put it into recall that's interesting yeah i know i've never noticed it at all and it may just be that i'm not as aware as you and it's happening without my even understanding that it's happening um I, but you know, no i, I never noticed that i think it, it you know very much could actually happen have to do with the muscle memory that you have and mm -hmm. maybe not so mm -hmm. much muscle memory but like more like just memory in general where right my brain for some reason has a ch issue with understanding quickly what people are saying and so to cope mm -hmm. it repeats it it repeats the words because mm -hmm. what i'll notice is that like even in this podcast i'll admit it that th there yeah. was a couple of times where my brain kind of goes and i have to go mm -hmm. ah, hold on i gotta i gotta focus mm -hmm. I, I gotta remember yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like if, right, if right, we right. have a long conversation and you make a bunch of really good points and I'm like, I want to talk mm -hmm. about that. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. I don't remember mm -hmm. what any of those things were. So maybe my <laughs> brain is really trying to uh, yeah. make me remember things more by repeating right. things with that voice in my yeah. brain. Yeah, because you seem very um, attuned to stimulus. Like you love music, especially visceral music, sound design, stuff that really gets you. So it makes sense to me that your brain would basically be creating actual auditory versions of what's happening so that you can remember it something like that might be kind of interesting oh, if that's yeah. how it's that's getting your attention that's smart i wonder if that happens yeah. with music too i never actually oh, i never actually realized because yeah. usually the music in physical world is is drowning out mm -hmm. in my brain 
Um, yeah. I wonder if I repeat music back as it's playing. Uh, yeah, that's that's a that really might be concept. a reason I can memorize it so well is because huh. I'm hearing it. Yeah. Hang on. I don't know. Should I play a song? Okay. Uh, here, I'll play KDA, which is my favorite song ever mm -hmm. right now. Uh, pop star. <laughs> trying to do a cover, but it's not working out. Uh, <laughs> so if I start playing KDA... Yeah, I'm absolutely repeating this in my head. Really? Yeah, I did not even notice that. But just just like I I, I said when I, I have to make myself realize that I'm repeating stuff or I have to make myself repeat stuff, I think the the noise of the music in general was always drowning it out, but I could absolutely hear the song in my head repeating itself. It's not like I'm it's not like I'm hearing it in my head, I'm repeating it in my mm -hmm. head. There's there's a there is a lag. There is a very small yeah. lag of, you know, I can't obviously Weird. repeat it exactly the same time. So now I'm really curious if what's going on there is it that you're repeating it and thus encoding it to memory in a certain way or is it that you are able to hear the sense impression that it leaves well the reason i can't do very good recall is i can't hear that like maybe my brain is doing the same thing yours is and it's repeating the sense impression but i'm just not able to recall it or notice it you are maybe that has to do with our ability to recall that sort of information hmm. um but it seems like yeah i feel like when my brain takes in information there's this incredibly complex network of all the information i've ever gotten like uh an abstract bit all tied together so when i remember something i don't remember the image of it or the the picture of it i remember how it is tied into this larger map of information this abstract map of information that i have um and so hmm. i seem to not have a very good recall for the actual sense impression itself but fairly good recall for how it relates to other stuff it's really strange so uh if okay if let me think uh if I could, okay, I'm going to ask you right now, mm -hmm. recall the first time you bought your first car. Recall the image, recall the scene. The first time I bought my first car. Okay, yeah. I'm going to remember that. Okay, I'm remembering some stuff about okay, it. Okay, how did, how did that, how did that, like, can you give me a description of how that actually happened in your brain, like appeared in your brain? Uh, I thought of a, you mentioned first time, I thought of the car I currently have. Then I said, I remember where I bought that from, so I imagined... Uh, the CarMax parking lot and imagined the salesperson that was there kind of tried to figure out the time of day based on that and then thought of myself and the salesperson in the car. Okay. And, but it was all so it was, it was, connecting it was, information. It was visual. It was like, what car is it? Because the only way I could get there was, all right, what car do I have? Okay, that car. What car did I buy that from? I bought it from CarMax. So it was a trail of thoughts, definitely. Right. And there. you know, that's, that's exactly how we think brains work just so you know yes. that's it absolutely i'm not saying i'm unique no in no, that. no 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 uh -huh. that's, that's just really cool yeah. that that's how it works because yeah brains are not like computers that they can, that can store yeah. data in the same sense they mm -hmm. they you might have a little teeny tiny uh, one neuron in your brain is dedicated to the time of day of when you bought your car uh and it by itself it's like day all right day day mm -hmm. day and it's like that doesn't help me yeah but then another yeah. neuron connects uh your mom was mm -hmm. there or just just yeah. your mom i don't know whatever and then mm -hmm. it goes Brrr. and so hearing mm -hmm. you say it like that is really cool right um do the pictures like like flash kind of like almost like a slideshow yeah. as you're thinking yeah it was a bit like that okay mm -hmm. that is exactly Different how pictures would would yeah would pop up and then my brain would say is this accurate is this accurate okay change that detail oh wait is this accurate okay and then it'll kind of recreate until i have enough pictures to seem accurate to what we're talking about okay that's cool yes that's yeah. exactly how mine works too um yeah where i when mm -hmm. i was thinking for my first car i went 
I like a, a, a blur of my previous cars popped into my head. I was mm-hmm. like the Subaru, the, no, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Ford, mm-hmm. Ford Ranger, no, uh, Dodge Caravan. Yeah. Uh, there it is. Okay, where did I get it? Uh, yeah. We had two of them, and then the, and then mm-hmm. the, blah, 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 there it is. You know. Um, yeah. That's interesting. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, uh huh. And it's it is interesting. One other thing I I I'm curious about with it all is I tend to have I, I'm I'm curious in terms of differences of how brains work in terms of how much importance we give to sense impression and not because for me i am all i can like read about and try to understand abstract information all day i just i find it fascinating um but my memory and interest in like sense data i feel is way less pronounced than other hold people. on can you, I feel like can you tell also... me what that mm-hmm. means sense data sure like saying? actual sense senses that i'm getting in hearing um tasting smelling uh you know our senses uh, okay um, seeing like are you trying are you talking about recalling this information i am saying recalling and feeling, feeling it in the it. first place okay. i don't think i have particularly strong senses in almost any of them i don't think my sight is very good uh, i do have to wear a pretty strong context i don't think my sense of smell is very good my hearing's fine um and none of that is like super effective to me mm-hmm. and i also don't have super great recall for it and i also don't have super great artistic skills when it comes to like drawing or any of that either mm-hmm. um but my ability to synthesize and speak uh abstract information i think is pretty high as most people go like at least from people i talk to i seem to be able to synthesize information very well i pick up and understand information very quickly Mm -hmm. and i communicate information very well but that's all abstract like language um understanding um abstracts strategy that sort of stuff comes incredibly naturally but since data doesn't hold my interest to the to the same degree which i I don't know how those i don't know that's just always been something i noticed was kind of interesting yeah i mean that's that's kind of the entire point of this podcast specifically was that i wanted Mm -hmm. to talk about things that we never really talk about but we've always kind of known about and that's yeah really cool i'm 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 trying to to compare it to my experience but i'm I'm actually not i i i've never thought about it really so it's kind of a new thought like abstract versus tangible yeah yeah. i've done some thinking of that too and it's also like Another interesting thing to me is that I don't like emotion. Um, I don't tend to experience emotion as much as most people, and especially not um, negative emotion. Um, mm. I just don't get as upset about things as most people. I don't get as uh, uh, anxious about things as most people. I definitely experience anxiety and that sort of thing, but I, I find it very easily to naturally like either distance myself from it or, or not really feel it that much in the first place, mm. which also I'm curious if that ties into the 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 sensing things and the and the recall and the memory and all that i'm not sure how it all comes together i'm sure it probably connects to each other in some way shape or form Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. yeah i i i have i have an asinine amount of empathy like yeah asinine like ungodly amounts of empathy so much so that i can't watch like videos about people doing embarrassing things i actually so here's here's a really funny difference Uh cameron is I know the whole, there's some difference between sympathy and empathy, and I forget what it is, and I'm just going to chuck it out the window because I, I don't remember. Uh, it's like affect and effect. But um, something that's really interesting to me is I can relate, what would you say? I can find I have a very easy ability to see the other person's side and mm-hmm. and like listen and relate with what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. So like I can listen to people describe things and instead of just making judgments about them, I'll be like, okay, tell me how you feel about that and try to understand it and like really, what would you say, understand cognitively how they're feeling. Um, but I 
do not feel what other people you are don't feeling. project it onto yourself like, i do not project it on myself i'll feel sad and stuff on my own time but it's very hard for me to just feel sad if someone else is feeling sad or feel happy if someone else is feeling happy i can understand that they're feeling happy and that that abstract understanding might make you feel happy or, or sad or concerned or something like that but i will not be feeling the same emotions the other person is feeling i actually have an extreme ability i don't know ability uh, uh i actually an have an extreme distance from that um yeah but so it's really weird because what would you say the lack of emotional connection would you think would make me incredibly non-empathetic with people but i think because i can I really want to understand people and cognitively can. I typically can still connect with them. It's just it's on an abstract level and not an emotional level. It's really it weird. Sounds like a, it sounds like a coping mechanism your body created because you didn't you, you were having trouble finding that that empathy connection. So right. your body was like, fine, we'll force it. Uh, right. And which is which is which is very interesting because I would say I'm the literal exact opposite. And you'd make a good psychiatrist, uh -huh. man. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, for me, I am like, I see uh, somebody who fell over on the internet and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Dude, come on, poor guy. I know. He almost got hurt. Like, it's it's uh -huh. terrifying. And it's, it goes for right. anything. Brian, you could say, mm -hmm. I had a bad day today, man. And I go, oh, jeez. Yeah. Brian had a bad day. Oh man, that sucks. I'm, I feel so bad. Yeah. Now I've 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 managed to find ways to make it not that extreme. Um, sure. But like even like me and my mom had a conversation yesterday, mm -hmm. um, where uh, one of her students are acting up, and mm -hmm. and she goes, we were just having a regular conversation. And then she goes, I think one of my students is lying to me. And I went, stop, stop. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I'm not involved in this. If you tell me this, really? I'll get stressed out. Wait, that okay? That makes way more sense on why you're you can tend to be very protective of like, you know, uh, what would you say? People imposing on you, if you will. If people like burden you with their problems or something, because that's a way bigger deal for you than like for me. If someone told them they were having, someone told me they're having a bad day. Yeah. Because for me, I'm like. The problem I can do is like, man, I don't want to come across as cold because it'll be like, oh, yeah, sorry, like all your family died. That's <laughs> that's hard. Let me think about how hard that would be for you um, and really picture that and, and listen to you. That's why I find when I am dealing with someone who's going through a hard time, sometimes the best thing I can do is ask them questions because mm -hmm. it allows them to get their troubles off to someone who doesn't seem to be affected by it the same way they yeah, are. Yeah, which be can be cathartic in a different way, but they don't get <laughs> they don't get the emotional connection. And sometimes that can be upsetting for people because they're like, I just want you to feel what I'm feeling. And I'm like, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, it doesn't mean I don't care about you, but I genuinely don't feel it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and it's very hard for me to manufacture that without seeming inauthentic. Yes. But it's the opposite for you, which is like, and I've noticed that with you. If I mention I'm having a problem or something, it's like, man, Cameron really cares. That's awesome. He's like, he'll just. <laughs> listen to me and he's really there for me emotionally but like that's exhausting for you oh like, yeah and, and so i have to be careful when i do that to you because it's like geez that could yeah that could just like knock you out exactly well, that's the thing is that i don't want people to think that they can't come to me with problems like I, right. I i want to be a helpful friend because you guys are helpful to me back but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then it's like if you if it, okay like abigail came to me super late at night sometime yeah. last year and she couldn't sleep and yeah, i'm yeah, always yeah. up so she was like yeah right. mm -hmm, and i was like mm -hmm. oh man abigail Abigail, that sucks. I'm I'm really sorry. Blah blah blah. Here's here's my thoughts. I'm really sorry you're feeling this. Yeah. I know the pain. Blah blah blah. Okay, good night. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Ah. Yep. Oh. <sighs> okay. Because you basically had to feel what she was feeling. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that's intense. It's visceral in the sense that mm-hmm. in most cases, when I'm feeling emotionally vulnerable, mm-hmm. I feel what I yeah. think is exactly what they're feeling. And so that's when I when somebody comes to me mm-hmm. with a problem and I say, Oh man, no, I feel I only say that when I genuinely think I know how you feel. That is not a that is not a throwaway yeah. phrase that I say, oh man, I know how you feel. That sucks, dude. I'm like, yeah. if I say I know how you feel, I freaking know how you feel. Wow. Like crazy. That's so and different for me. So different for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's something I can absolutely see the value in, but it's not necessarily something <laughs> right. that I would want. Right. <laughs> right. So, I yes. know how you feel. You know why I feel. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That is that is the best way to say it. I know why you feel, but that's so condescending. No, it's not. It's like I know why you feel that way, man. I get it. Yeah. Like, and I know I know how you feel, man. I get it. It's like a yeah, it's like a psychiatrist really versus a therapist, actually. Oh yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, it's like a psychiatrist versus a mother. It's like, oh, I feel what you feel. I'll hug you. Oh, oh I just feel better. But I'm like, I can actually. Here is one reason you might be feeling that yeah. particular way at this moment. Yeah. yeah. No, Dang, that's so interesting. It is. This has been such an interesting. We should just talk about this. <laughs> okay, next we're just episode. turning this into a psychology podcast, yeah, everyone. Well, Sorry. I mean, uh, none of us are qualified, unfortunately. But, yeah. but I, oh, wow, Vsauce, yeah. man, I've been watching Vsauce videos. So. Oh, his videos have been fascinating. On oh, that my recently. gosh, yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. wow, yeah, we went for an hour and 15. Um, yeah. I could Dang. talk about this longer, honestly, but I feel like we should probably <sighs> stop. Um, we should probably start wrapping this up. That was super, super fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like I learned a lot just by hearing you describe the way your brain works. Same, dude. Which is what's so cool about brains, because yeah. a lot of it is experiential. And so there's nothing quite like just hearing someone explain how it's working. Yeah, that was head. the biggest thing I took away from all those brain videos I watched yesterday yeah. was that we mm-hmm. are trapped in our own head. The only narrative we will mm-hmm. ever know is our own brain mm-hmm. and no one will ever know our brain ever and so the mm-hmm. next best thing is to just ask and use words yeah. to best describe as best as you can what's happening mm-hmm. inside of there and even though it's impossible totally i just yeah. things like me having a real voice in my brain or how mm-hmm. my images mm-hmm. work compared to yours um mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. my recollection and muscle memory works compared to yours that is such i, I really want to get abigail's take on the music part of this whole thing that sounds so interesting yeah. Yeah, I'm really curious to hear what what Abigail uh, thinks about that. Maybe we that can um, maybe we can get an addendum to this episode if Abigail's available later, and we can record a, like a little snippet with her. Yeah, thoughts. no, I would love to just have a, a part two to this because yeah. this was super interesting, and there's so many other like directions I want to go off with it. But you're right that we should probably actually uh, yeah. wrap things up here. So well. anyway. Um, Thank you, everyone, for joining us. I hope other people found that interesting. But you know, Cameron, I am firmly of the belief that other people will because if there's one thing I've learned is that if there is nothing more interesting to someone than someone genuinely talking about what is interesting to them. So the fact that we yes. found it so genuinely interesting will probably mean uh, it, other people will connect with it. Too. I, I certainly cool. hope so. so um, I guess our yeah. only listener at this point is like your mom. So Because uh, everyone <laughs> who listens has a brain, so they have to be able to relate to this You're somehow. right. Yeah. Unless an ant is listening, they have nervous systems, not brains. They do have ner- uh, Can they listen to a podcast? Can they understand it? Well, they, they I guess can't not understand everyone, it, no. Not everyone who listens to it. Everyone who understands there, yeah. this yeah, there it is. has a brain. Yep. So there we go. Um, thank you, everyone, for understanding <laughs> <laughs> this week. That's going to be my new, uh, new sign-off. Um, we have been 
disembodied Brian voices and, Cameron. and uh, enjoy yeah <laughs> enjoy the brian and cameron show um since we're the only people really dedicated to this at this point Correct. finn has a baby what, did Steven ben has... die yes i haven't heard Actually, from okay, ben so ben here's been my experience with ben here's he calls ben me. your experience he's like i can totally talk to you brian this is gonna be awesome Danny calls him for the other room. Oh, one second. Comes back. Okay, I can totally talk to you. Danny calls him again. One second. Comes back. Okay, where were we? Danny calls him again. Okay, I'm going to leave. All right, bye, Ben. So that was the one call. Then I called him and he's like, I can't talk to you. I'm putting the baby to sleep. And I'm like, okay. Then he calls me and says, Brian, I totally have time to talk now. Oh, shoot. Danny's calling me. One sec. I'll call you back. And he never called me back. So Ben is basically impossible to talk to at this point. I mean, isn't he living in like Antarctica or something right now? Uh, No, no. He's in Kansas City. Um, Antarctica? Kansas City, Antarctica, exactly. Yeah. Just because Kansas City already wasn't confusing enough. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's uh yeah, he's just he's plenty busy. Yeah. So Ben has has a baby and all that. Um Abigail has a job a and a life. Uh, um <laughs> <laughs> Steven Steven has um has <laughs> medical issues. Um Zachary has no respect for any of us. And oh. that about covers everyone else. Zach, so. speaking about, I know you're listening to this. You listen to this at work. Yeah. Just to to, to lean into my 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 what I said earlier about oh, my empathy. When you said you weren't going to play Celeste, I was actually oh, I was legitimately upset. I was actually yeah. sad. I was like, oh, yeah. I'll see if I ever make any like plans with Zach ever again. And then my brain yeah. went, he's joking, and I'm like, no, he's so not joking. He's, no. he's being serious. Here's, here's he something hates else me. that 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 comes well. It's not just you, Cameron. I can't tell when Zach is joking either. So don't don't no, take that No, but personally. but like he, he was obviously but, joking. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get that. I but that being said, um, it is something that I worry about, not just with you, but people in general. Is that I am sometimes like I think sometimes I will offend people genuinely don't know I'm doing it, and we've experienced this before because I offended you when we did the poetry thing that one time because oh, I was just like haha I'm gonna make fun of this poetry and and everyone understands the, oh. the you know the fact that we're not taking this personally and I've done literally the same thing to Abigail years ago and she showed me a bunch of short stories and she's like haha these are bad I'm like I cognitively understand you think these are bad now I can make fun of them uh -huh. and she and it's like this idea that like because i'm not feeling what people are feeling in the moment if i can't what would you say if my mind can't understand the cognitive reason that people would take offense in a given scenario i think it's very easy for me to just assume people won't take offense by something right and that, that and makes so, logical sense yeah. i mean if yeah. i say hey look at these really bad poems uh sure. we could read them we could read them if you go he obviously thinks they're bad so why would it matter yeah. if i make fun of them when in mm -hmm. my mind here in my train of thought went uh, well, it's, well, these aren't super great, but some of them are okay. Yeah. We could we could we could read them off in a serious tone and make a sarcastic bit about it. And then when we went off yes. the rails, I was like, "Well, hold on, hold on. why are we? Uh, these aren't that bad." And then I was like, yeah. "You know, this is actually pretty funny. I'm not actually mad." And, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it takes you a while to actually did, start feeling yes. the emotion that's going on. Well, for me, if someone gives me cognitive permission for something that is going to trump pretty much any emotions that i feel in the moment donald trump because like the haha -ha, because like the abstract concept to me is more real than the moment right in a weird way yeah. so it's i don't know it's just it made me think of that it's another like different way of thinking about yeah things. we should have a part um, two of this absolutely oh my we goodness super should yes. um so anyway uh, and hopefully at least one of these other people who don't care about us can can be there for it i'm not actually mad at you um, by the way when you're listening to uh, this no. i i i i was i was upset irrationally because i'm dumb but thank you yep. for playing celeste regardless i'm glad you decided to play it yeah that is cool i i am planning to play that as well i haven't really had any time mm -hmm. that i have 
set aside to play games by myself. I've been doing stuff with Steven in the evenings, mm-hmm. but uh, but I am definitely interested to play that when I get a so bit. So good, yeah, um, so good. Get a bit of time, maybe over Almost this weekend. Almost done with the B-sides. So, um, also, it's pretty disturbing that I'm looking at, uh, for some reason, oh, I know why, I have this Wikipedia article up about 2018 in video gaming, because I was looking for soundtracks that came out that year, and I'm just looking at the highest grossing games, and, like, all of them are Tencent. <laughs> they own... They own... Not the majority. They own the minority stake in the majority of companies, not just video game companies. It's terrifying. Companies. There was a movie I watched recently that started with a ten cent production, and I was like, Ex- "Excuse me, what?" Yeah, it was. I think it's like, it wasn't Ant Man and yeah. Wasp, was it? I can't believe it would be Ant Man and Wasp. Because right, you just look at this, and it's like Fortnite, ten cent. Honor of Kings, ten cent. Dungeon Fighter, ten cent. League of Legends, ten cent. Crossfire, ten cent. Player Unknown, ten cent. Yep. It's just like. What the heck? They don't, they, and then, like, the one that isn't is King and Activision, but, like... They don't own majority geez. stake in many of these things. Like, for example, did they, they own no. 42% of uh, Epic? They own Tencent. Uh, no, Brian, they don't, uh, actually. They own 42. Would you yeah. just listen to me? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, but they own 42% yeah, of Epic, uh, who makes Fortnite, mm-hmm. obviously. So, mm-hmm. it, they don't have a majority yet, but... You can definitely say Tencent is diversified. Yeah. And they're going to take over the world. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>